You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. I've got a really fascinating show, and it's all about a lawyer and the Law of Attraction. Really unique combination. But I have a special guest with me, Paula Kid. Casey, known as the lawyer of attraction, and she's been practicing family law for over 39 years, and she was one of the first women in the Midwest to open a private law firm. Uh, Like many entrepreneurs, Paula spent years pursuing money and success at the expense of her health and peace of mind. Yeah, we've all done that. After realizing her professional life was not bringing her joy and fulfillment, she spent years trying to define her passion and then searching for ways to achieve it. Thousands of hours of study later, she discovered a life-changing theory, the natural laws of the universe. Yeah, that happens to all of us. When we start awakening to our true power, it's really, really wonderful. So today, Paula lives her passion based on the magical yet scientifically documented proven concepts of the law of attraction. And Paula is also a very sought-after speaker and consultant for successful professionals, individually searching for more joy and everyone who might be seeking greater balance, happiness, and peace in their lives. It's really about seeking a path to realizing their own passion and reigniting the magic. You know, for some reason, we always grow beyond the basic principles of what we were born with and that's to experience our power and I'm so delighted to have Paula Casey on with me today because she's going to shed some insight as to the entrepreneur um, about the law and about a whole bunch of other things and I've got a lot of questions for her so Uh, Stay tuned. We're going to take a fast commercial break, and then we're going to be right back with my special guest, Paula Casey. It's here. It's hot. And it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. 
That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. And we are back. I want to introduce Paula Casey to you, but before we do that, I just want to run by a few things. First, don't forget Law of Attraction Magazine. Uh, We haven't completely sold out because we got so many new ones. So if you really want to have this issue, go and purchase it and we'll send it to you right away. Also, I want to let everybody know that if you're in sales, I'm looking for some salespeople to sell advertising in the magazine and for Law of Attraction Radio Network. You just have to know the spiritual principles of the Law of Attraction. And, you know, magic just starts flowing. It's really kind of simple, and it's a lot of fun. So if you're interested in a part-time job or even a full-time job for those mothers who sit at home and need to be there for their kids, this is the perfect opportunity for you to make a large commission. So contact me at staff at loaradionetwork.com. And we still have a whole bunch of other things. We're actually kind of thinking about having another Law of Attraction cruise. Yes, we are. Uh, Should I say, well, I'm thinking about it. So (laughs) stay tuned. We'll keep you abreast as to the developments. Looks like it could be in January or February of next year. So we have plenty of time to get it all going. If you are really interested in a cruise, send me an email so that I can make sure you are updated as one of the first ones so that you know what to plan for. It's going to be a great time and I'm thinking we're going to take it out of Texas, uh, Galveston area, because it's right in the middle of the United States. So people on both coasts on both coasts can actually participate. So with that, let's get on to a wonderful interview with Paula Kid Casey, the lawyer of attraction. Well, welcome, Paula, to Love Attraction Talk Radio. I'm so excited to have you on. I have so many questions for you. Oh, Jules, thanks so much for having me on. I'm just so excited to be here. I'm thrilled to be part of this. I love your, I love your vision. I love the vision of the magazine and the radio, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be part of it. So thank you very much. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you because <laughs> I've got to be truthful here. I've never heard of a lawyer and the law of attraction. Never <laughs> in my 11 years have I ever heard that. So, well, And well, so I- the first question is... How does a lawyer that's based on the strict laws, how do you come into understanding the law of attraction? Well, that's a really good question. And, and, you know, Jules, we are living in such an amazing time right now because we are on the cusp of this, uh, you know, consciousness evolution, consciousness shift. And I think that's because science is finally catching up with spirituality. And I think because science is catching up with spirituality, there's facts, there's data, there's validation to everything the ancient masters have been saying for 5,000 years. We're finally getting science to be able to validate that. So, you know, 
I read this stuff 20 years ago, you know, the 90s, I read this Celestine Prophecy and the, you know, you know, Conversations with God, and I loved it, it touched my soul, but, you know, you kind of have to hide it, you kind of have to yes. hide another book, you know, you were like a closet believer because it was woo-woo and new age, and, you know, it touched my soul, but I was like, I don't believe this stuff, I want to believe this stuff, but I don't believe this stuff, so, you know, <laughs> I've been involved in this genre for a long time, but until you can kind of start understanding that there's that there's you can believe this and not be considered <laughs> crazy then you can you can kind of take it to the next level so uh let me give you a little bit of backstory about me if i could sure how i got to this point so um you know i've been a lawyer now for 39 years uh in, in like 2006 i've been one for what 26 years and you know i'm really good at what i do and it just sucks your soul <laughs> Because you go into court and you attack the other person and it's a win-lose and it's a, and I do divorces and it's sad and, and it really just sucks my soul. And I knew I wanted to do something else. Years ago, I knew I wanted to do something else and didn't know what it was and I was successful in the profession that I was in. And it's really hard to change professions, you know, because you got big mortgages in you. So it's really yeah. kind of hard to change. And, so it was a Sunday afternoon and Sundays were hard for me because I'd look back on the week before and I had done nothing to change my life. I was on that hamster wheel and I looked forward to the next week and there was nothing new. I was on this hamster wheel. And so it was a Sunday in, in the winter sometime and the Super Bowl was on and I don't like the Super Bowl. <laughs> my husband <laughs> wanted me to watch it with him and for some reason I didn't like my husband at that point in time. So I was sitting in my home office and I was just fiddling and not wanting to really do anything. And, and uh, all of a sudden this pain erupts from my chest. I mean, I think I'm having a heart attack. I can't breathe. My heart's palpitating. Oh, I can't catch my breath. I, I think I'm dying. I think I'm having a heart attack. And I yell at my husband, I think I'm having a heart attack. And he says, can you wait until I have time? <laughs> now, I swear that is what happened, but he swears it doesn't. But he, he runs me to the hospital and like six months worth of tests. And I'm still having these attacks. I'm afraid to get on planes. I'm afraid to go into court because I would have these attacks that I think I'm dying. And finally, after six months, they sit down and they say, they give me the bad news. There's absolutely nothing wrong with me. Oh my it's God. all in my head. And I'm depressed and I'm having anxiety attacks. Well, I'm depressed because the quacks aren't diagnosing what's really wrong with me. And I'm having anxiety. I'm not having anxiety attacks. Those are for weak people. I'm strong. No, I can go to court. But no amount of arguing with them made them change their diagnosis. And the more matter I got, the more attacks I had. And the medicine didn't help that much. You know what I said? I'm an attorney. I can hire myself to do research. How can I get by these attacks? And so, you know, there's a, there's a very, uh, uh, very well uh, recommended area of psychology called um, conditional behavior and uh, cognitive conditional behavior. And so I ordered some CDs. I got like 12 CDs in the mail. You're supposed to listen to like one a week and do everything it's supposed to do. And so I put it in the CD and I listen to it. And what do I do? I start cross-examining the presenter on the CD. Like I object for lack of foundation. Where are your qualifications? You have not been qualified as an expert witness. I mean, so my mind is going like this. And I said, I got to do something different. But the cool thing is cognitive behavioral therapy really is grounded a lot in the law of attraction and quieting your mind and meditating and changing the way you're thinking. And it reminded me of 20 years ago when I was reading the Celestine Prophecy. And, and I thought, oh my God, it kind of reminds me of that. So 
I started reading things like The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and The Seven Spiritual Laws by Deepak Chopra. I'm going, oh my God, I love this genre. So I read and read and read and read hundreds of books. But once again, it's kind of like you're still kind of, <laughs> you're still kind of hiding the books. Yeah, <laughs> because exactly. it still wasn't mainstream. You know, 10 years, it really wasn't that mainstream. When The Secret came out, I think that really helped the awareness because awareness is huge. So one, one day I was walking down uh, the science aisle of Barnes & Noble to get to the alternative section, which, of course, is in the very back of the store in the corner. Like hiding, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, Nobody like, wants to be seen yeah, back just, there. Yeah, just, it's all, and literally, I'm not kidding. I swear there's a Barnes & Noble angel. Because this book fell out in front of me. In front of me. It was called The God Theory by Bernard Hache. And he's an astrophysicist. And he took, he took the all of the natural laws, the law of attraction, he took all those, and, he, and he's an astrophysicist, and he put science with it. I went, oh my gosh, there's science that's married to this. And so I spent the next five years finding anything I could find that has a science basis that validates everything that we're doing. So for the last 12 years, I've read everything. I've read, and I love the science that goes along with it. And as an attorney, I can take that and I can go in and convince people using the science that this is true because until they believe it, they can't use this information to change their lives. Right. Belief is such the important integral in this whole thing. So um, that, that's what I've been wanting to do. That's my passion that I want to take this information and I want to logically be able to convince people that this magic works because, you know, it's magical. But it's, it's all based on science. It's just amazing. It's based on quantum physics and neuroplasticity and epigenetics. It's just amazing. I just love it. I know, I know. I do too. And I can totally agree with what you just said. When I started the show 11 years ago, I, I was so scared. I wouldn't even use oh. my natural birth name. <laughs> so I just started with Jules and I'm, I'm just all the way there. So I know exactly what you said. And science is the major um, thing that we, yeah, that we need so that everybody recognizes that this is not a fallacy. This is not just plain magic. There is real good scientific documentation that says this is accurate. This is a double split uh, slit experiment. This I love is, that one. Yes. Yeah, this is the real McCoy. And for those people who poo-poo it, well, eventually they come around. And they will because it's awareness. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And that's why you and I are out here. We want to get this information out to as many people as we possibly can. It's life-altering, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's wonderful. And I think it's even better that it's coming from a professional lawyer because now you can stand up and say, hey, wait a minute. Let me show you the proof here. I love that. Good. Thank you. <laughs> so you wrote the book. The Lawyer and the Law of Attraction. Mm -hmm. So tell us about this book. Well, thank you, Jules. It came out in February, so it's brand new. So go buy it. <laughs> <Start listening. laughs> um, so it's a compilation of all the information that I've learned in the last 12 years. And it took me, I mean, I've read hundreds of books. I love to read thousands of hours. I've been trained by Mike Dooley to do infinite possibilities in the Bob Proctor program, thinking into results, and I'm a consultant. I've been teaching this information for a long time, and, and I wanted to compile it so people don't have to read all the books I've read. Not that they can't, because they're wonderful, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a succinct 
fun, energetic explanation. It's, it's a good primer to get people started on it. So um, I presented as an attorney would be presenting their case to the court to convince you that this is true. And I have an opening argument. And can I read you my opening oh, argument? Oh, please. Okay. So the opening argument is what you initially tell the court to give them an overview of the case. So at least kind of have some information. So my opening argument, because I'm, I'm defending the law of attraction as an attorney, it says, may it please the doubters of the universe. I stand before you as an attorney, a logical, rational professional who will provide proof of a magical universe. I have compiled evidence that will withstand scrutiny, and I present it herein. You will hear the personal testimonies of individuals who, after using the natural laws of the universe, manifested their dreams. I will present testimony from qualified experts who, after careful research, have discovered the workings of the natural laws. I will offer peer-reviewed scientific data that solidifies the teachings of the ancient masters of truth. I will then submit actions that you may take to access this magic of the cosmos. All I ask of you realists is to keep an open mind and an open heart. For although tangible evidence can convince your intellect, it is your heart that has the final vote. In a court of law, the burden of proof is beyond a reasonable doubt. In the court of doubters, the burden of proof is beyond your current beliefs. I can only provide evidence to satisfy your brain. You must provide the faith of a mustard seed to risk a new belief and satisfy your soul. I ask that you find the universe is magical, conscious, and always looking after you. I will never rest my case. And that's how I start out. And here's my book. <laughs> I present it. I present it. It's fun. I'm not, I'm not just being a lawyer in the whole thing. But I give you a concept, and I explain it, and then I give you science that goes along with it, and then I give you exercises how to implement it, how to integrate it into your life and it's a fun book and it doesn't take very long to read so anyway that's how I got going on it and it's just been out since February February uh-huh mm -hmm. and now and actually you have got I want to show everybody this too that yes yes you are there Yay! So everybody yeah. to take yeah. inside yes and really you need to buy this book now give us some tips or the scientific examples that you have in the book. I love this stuff. <laughs> oh, I love this stuff too. I love this stuff. Well, you know, I have one whole chapter. It's the last chapter about what does science have to do with this? Because some people don't want the science. Some people don't need the science. But you talked about the double slit experiment. You know, like on a quantum physics level, when you get down to the subatomic particles, everything is just vibrating energy. Okay. okay. All we have, this is an energetic universe all we are is vibration so uh, everything vibrates at a preordained level like a rock ordained vibrates as a rock and water vibrates as a rock we as individuals as as human beings as spiritual entities in this human body we get to choose how we vibrate and we choose that vibration based on are the emotions that we choose to feel based on the thoughts that we choose to think so one of the things, since it's a vibrational universe, Einstein says this is a vibrational universe, that's all there is to it, match your vibration with the frequency that you want, you have to get it. This is not, you know, this is not, you know, hocus pocus, this is physics, that we need to change our vibration to match what we want. So that, that's part of it, that we're a vibrational universe. So the law of attraction is not, you don't, the law of attraction doesn't mean you get what you want, the law of attraction means you get what you are. 
So you have to change your vibration to match what you want, and then you will get more of that. So one of the examples is if you say, I don't have enough money, I want more money, I want more money, and that's your affirmation, you're vibrating at lack and scarcity, right? And you're just going to get more lack and scarcity. So you got to get up to abundance. So this is physics. This is just a vibrational thing on physics. Um, the uh, double proton, the split proton experiment, which is also a quantum physics one, where they take a proton and they separate it so you have two identical protons and they send them 14 miles away and it's two. And when they tickle one yeah. and when they move one, it, the other one automatically moves also. And that's called entanglement, the non-locality. So everything is connected in this unified field. There's a unified field, the zero point field. They call the Akashic record in the Hindu. They called it this from the very beginning, Nirvana and the Buddhist. But now we can prove in science that this zero-point field, this field exists. And this field contains all this information. This is provable now. That What we have always thought were fairy tales, the masters have told us, that, 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 that it's actually there. So, you know, the zero-point field, this field that surrounds us, um, they, um, I, I love the, the DNA experiment. So they take... They, and so you have the field, which there's nothing in there. And they call it the zero-point field because when you get space down to an absolute zero temperature, it's not the temperatures we know, but it's absolute zero. There's no heat. There's no energy. There's no light. There should be nothing there. It should be just empty vacuum, right? right. Well, there's still stuff there. There's this, these, this vibrating energy that it permeates, penetrates, and fills the inner spaces. Wallace Waddle said that in 1903, six years before they even knew what quantum physics was, that there's this energy field that surrounds us. So they have taken a, a uh, vacuum, they put a vacuum, they try to get a vacuum, but there's no such thing as a vacuum because this energy field is in everything. And they look at it and the subatomic particles are random, which is what they thought they should be because they're just all over. They're just random. And they take a DNA strand and they put the DNA strand into this vacuum and the particles, the subatomic particles start, start getting into the geometry that it is exactly like this DNA strand. So the DNA strand, our DNA strand actually affects this field. So whatever we do actually affects this field. We have so much power. We don't even know that we have this power. I know. And then they did another experiment. They, they took the DNA out of like stem cells and they put it close to the heart. Okay. So, and, and you know, they can measure things. They can measure thoughts. They can measure electromagnetic pulses out of the heart. So they take this DNA strand and they put it close to a human heart and they tell this, this subject to think negative thoughts. And the DNA strand coils up so much it won't even function. And a DNA helps with our autoimmune system and helps with growth. It coils it up. Negative emotion makes our DNA not work. And they take the same, and they, they now tell the subject to think positive. And this DNA strand just uncoils, and it's, and it's actually starting to replicate. Our emotions actually affect this DNA strand in our body, our emotions affect our DNA, and our DNA affects the field. So our emotions affect the field. And there's so much science that goes along with what, you know, Jesus has been saying about love your neighbor, and it's because it affects everything. You know, all the ancient masters, it's just amazing. I just love the whole thing. So there's a lot of science in there. There is a lot. And one of the things that I think we're now evolving to is kind of away from the vibration 
and realizing that we are not human beings but energy beings mm -hmm. and we're connected to the energy of all that is and what you have just described is the collective consciousness oh yes That's so that we are i mean you can see it every single day i've seen it just in the 11 years how much the the personalities the um advancement is coming into to this amazing energy in which changes are being made on a global level it's incredible mind-blowing and it is and it's amazing how much power we individually have you think you don't have any but if you can put out good energy and if you can do whatever you can from where you are it makes a huge difference I mean, it just, it just explodes in the field. It just, it, it makes a huge difference. So we need to claim our power. You're right. And I, I have been researching this fact because it just, it's incredible. Uh, Nikolai Tesla. Tesla, oh my God, we love Nikolai Tesla. <laughs> I love him. So he actually based his tower, electric tower, uh -huh. on the human chakra system. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. And that's how he designed that, that we are electrical beings, energy beings that have the capability of producing all of this electricity. So talk about power that we just never even realized. We are something. Really, just, you know, I think Margaret Mead said that never underestimate the power of a few individuals getting together to make a difference because in fact that's the only thing that will ever make a difference exactly. you know we have so much power if we can get into small groups and and know what takes our whole society to the next level it, it's going to change everything and thank you for being on the cusp of this whole thing i love the fact you're doing this. oh well thank you but you know it was uh lynn mctaggart i gotta go back to this magazine i love her yeah she she wrote about the power of eight and the mirror i read the book it's a great book Right. Yeah, and bringing it back, the mirror comes back to us. So whatever, when we don't intend for ourselves, but we intend for mm -hmm. another, it's ten times more powerful because we're right, stepping, it comes back to us. Uh -huh. we, we're stepping outside of ourselves and our limiting beliefs. And as a hypnotherapist, boy, that is exciting news because even if people have all of these limiting beliefs, that's okay. That's okay because they can get outside of themselves and it comes back to them. <laughs> I love this stuff. <laughs> I love this stuff. <laughs> My husband's favorite saying, you may have to bleep this out, that this shit works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm keeping that in because it's so true. It is. It's so true. This stuff works. And you know, there's science and there's facts behind it. That's what I think is so much fun now. So let me ask you because you're really into the science and everything how at what point did you realize that all of this was helping you get away from the depressed state into a happy uh place what a great what a great question you know i think it was four or five years of actually reading and reading and reading but you know remember how belief is so important unless we yeah. believe it doesn't make any you know you can pretend like you believe but it doesn't make any difference once i found the science and i could convince myself that this was true i think that's when everything turned around meditating is huge because it quiets my mind i learned how to quiet my mind because my mind was constantly going and arguing and trying to get ahead of you and trying to win and and so meditation was huge 
And once I started doing that, that made a difference. But when I found the science and I could convince myself that, that it was true, and that I wasn't silly, that's when I think it, it made the, huge, the biggest difference, which is why I think this is a great message to get out. That people out there that want to believe it and, and don't really, if they can see some of the science behind it and some of the documentation behind it, I think it's going to change the way they look at everything. Oh, I do too. But I just have more questions for you because... <laughs> I'm so <when> glad. <laughs> because when you, you, in your line of work, you are going, you have to be aggressive, you have to stand up, you have to fight. Well, basically, they are saying mm, that's not how you're supposed to do the law of attraction. I know. So, so that's and you, good question. It's such a dichotomy. Yeah. And the more I understand this, our, 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 our lives and our law of attraction and, and, and the natural laws, the harder it is for me to get in court and do that. But, but you know, you can't, you got to be happy where you are or you can't get other happiness. You know, you can't get there from here. You can't be unhappy here and think you're going to get happy over here. So I had to figure out a way to make peace with that part. I had to make, make, figure out a way that I could still live the natural laws and, 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 be, and be true to myself, but still help my clients. So let me tell you a few things that I did. So I started writing thank you notes to the other attorneys. So when we got done with the contentious case, I would write him a thank you note. Thank you for being professional. Thank you for helping get this thing settled. And guess what? The next time I'm, in front, I'm with them, they are like new people. Wow. So then it's not necessarily a conflict, a, a, you know, a win-lose. It's a, oh, my God, she recognizes my worth, and let's work together. So that made a big difference, and that calmed things down. And then I also – I. So <laughs> I hope none of my clients are listening. They, they whine a lot when they go through divorces oh, because it's a very oh, sad no. situation. You know, I understand yeah. that. So instead of getting mad at them, you know, I would, I would hug them. I would listen to them. And I would say, because I used to like cuss at them, like, why the heck did you sleep with six different people when we're trying to get custody of your kids? <laughs> I mean, I would get, you know, so I would say, well, bless your heart. Maybe we could think of something else to do. So instead of being confrontational, I tried to be much more compassionate and uh, trying to see the bigger picture. And once they, once they realize that there's a, there is an energy, there is a vibration. When they pick up your vibration that you really care, then they were easier to deal with and the other attorneys were easier to deal with. Now, I can't tell you that I don't go into court and just smash the other person's head, but it is so much better than it used to be. And I've learned to pick my battles and I've learned to react and respond differently in the vast majority of the situations. So now I'm, I'm very content with my practice, although I'm getting ready to transition into doing something else and I, I want to speak a lot more and my book's out and I got programs and stuff. So it, that's a very good question. It is a dichotomy, but I had to learn to integrate those two, those two areas. And I, and I learned to do it to some degree. You know, that is really smart. Um, with conflicts, writing them a note and yes. that is powerful. It is. It is. You acknowledge them and then and you're kind of on the same team at that point in time, yeah. you know? So, you know, I just try to figure out a way to make less conflict with everything. And like I said, it doesn't always work, but it, it's better than, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm good with where I am. I'm at peace with where I am now. So. And when you hug a client with your compassion, it's coming back to you. 
Oh, yes. So it's calming the situation down so that she or he can think clear. And, you know, when they're going through this, they very rarely have anybody to hug them. Oh. You know, they, they've just been broken up from the one situation, and they won't let go. I mean, it's an energy transfer. And they will come up to me in court and want to hug. I mean, this is not just the one time. Yeah, and that's okay, but it's a... It's an energy transfer. It's a vibrational thing. It really is. I really think it makes a difference with them. That is absolutely brilliant. Absolutely well, brilliant. I mean, for you to be able to do that and just shift yourself in order to shift the, the others. And isn't that what we teach? Yeah. That it's all from the inside. Once we, we decide, you know, we don't let outside conditions to dictate what we think we decide what we're going to think and how we're going to act and we're going to respond in a different way and that, that's what we do with everything that is good 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 information for everyone Thank that you. we can take whatever kind of situation and make it better we just need to well did you feel yourself not take things so personally by shifting yeah i think so i think i was i was more detached I mean, I like to win. Don't we all? And I'm really good. And I, and I, and I, think that's, I think that's a good observation. I'm more detached. I don't have to win. I present my case as well as I can. I put it out to the universe and the judge. And I'm, I, I'm very prepared. But I'm, it's not like this. It's now a personal friend if I lose. It's I've done my best. Here's the information. You take it. So, yeah, I do think that made a big difference. That okay. I wasn't so vested that if I lost, it was something to me. It, it, it was more like, this is my job. I'm doing my job well. You take it from here. So, yeah, I think that's a good observation. But I, yeah. I'm so not you're, as you're more spiritually minded in that you're letting go and letting God or the universe or the judge yeah. just letting it go and you're not taking it so personally i think that's you know, very true that's that's a that's good observation great. jewel that jewel said yes yeah so i like that i like mm -hmm. that so you have actually you're actually walking your talk because Thank you. i think so going into that kind of environment which is not, I'm sorry, it's just not that pleasant. It is not pleasant. You, you have just shifted not only yourself, but everybody around you. The, and that is the perfect law of attraction lesson yes. that we all need to know. When we go to work, when we work with our coworkers, our children, husbands, whatever, it's up to us to change within us in order to make a difference outside of ourselves. Because all day long, all we do is react to conditions outside of ourselves. And all we do is get that emotion, and then we're, we're that emotion, and then we're that vibration. So when you choose not to do that, and you choose that you're going to respond in a different way, and it's not going to make any difference what's happening outside, you're going to be happy, you're going to be yeah. calm, you're going to accept responsibility, it, it makes a whole, all the difference in the world. Because you're not relying on anybody else for your emotions. You're, you're taking charge of your thoughts and your emotions and your re response. You know, this is, see, uh, this is the book that you need to, and I'm talking to the world out here, <laughs> you need to take this book and give it to a person that's poo-pooed the law of attraction because it's based on spiritual principles, and take this book so that they can see the validity of it, and you're going to really 
increase that person's life dramatically. I hope so. But you know, some people aren't ready for this. I mean, you know, you have to be ready to understand this information. So, but please yeah. buy the book and give it to anybody who wants to. You know, I think, I think there are more people out there who are miserable today and anybody that's miserable will have their eyes open because people are just tired of being miserable and they want a better way to live. And I think that this book can definitely placed in their hands saying, what have you got to lose? And that's true. What do you have to lose? One of the things I teach is, you know, we have five physical senses and the vast majority of us are just responding, you know, reacting. Well, we also have six intellectual faculties and their will, uh, imagination, memory, perception, intuition, and reason. And I call them my whimper factors. There's six of them. And if we learn to use those, we take control of every situation. And so in any situation you say, can I use my imagination to make it better? Can I use uh, my, my perception? Can I change my perception? How are the other people feeling about that? So there's six whimper, there's six, six intellectual faculties. And when we learn to use them, and they're not hard, once again, it's awareness. We need to be, make people aware of it. They take charge of their lives, and it, it turns everything around. Because, you know, you're in a limited environment. You don't think you have any, any possibility to change anything that's happening in your life. And you do. You have all this power. I love to talk about Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Oh, yes. Every day, every day he wakes up, and every day he's snarky, and every day the same thing happens, and the same people say the same thing. Well, that's what our lives are like. Every day we wake up, we say the same thing. But one day, he decided in the same limited environment that he was going to do something different. We can all do that in however limited environment we have. One day, he decided, I'm going to learn to play the piano. I'm going to learn to read French. We can do that in our limited environment. We think we have no options. Oh, my gosh, we have so many options. So if we can understand that it, every day that we think we're on this hamster wheel, we're not. We can choose a whole bunch of different ways to look at things. You're and right. Yeah, use our, use your six intellectual faculties. So that's I cool. love that's, that. That's that is great. so. It's it's your whimper factor. Is that what you whimper factor? It's six intellectual faculties: will, imagination, memory, perception, intuition, and reason. And when you take each one of those, and 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 so this kind of you have to learn to quiet your mind for a split second so you can decide to respond differently, right? Yeah. You know, if somebody pulls out in front of you in traffic and you honk the horn and you wave your middle finger, you know, then now you're mad. You've let something outside of you control how you're feeling. You get to work late, you yell at the receptionist, you're mad at your clients. You've let something outside of you control how you feel. Let's say if you can just pry open a space, and that's when we meditate and learn to quiet our minds. If we can pry open the space and decide, let's use one of my whimper factories, like, Will, okay, I'm just going to, you know, who cares if he did this? You know, it's okay. Or imagination, uh, you know, maybe something bad would have happened to me if he hadn't pulled out and stopped me. You know, you can go through each intellectual faculties and you can say, I'm not going to let it upset me. You can choose how you respond to the world. And it makes all the difference in the world. Wow. Because the law of attraction brings you more of what you are, right? right. So if you respond positively, it's going to bring you more positive reactions. So it's amazing. It's, 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 a, it's a fun part of the book. So, Wow, that is so neat. I love that. And, I, you know, I've never heard that before. But that is something that I'm going to start <laughs> really using. Whimper factor. That is brilliant. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad. I, yeah, it, it, it's a fun thing to implement. It's not hard to do either. So that's great. Um, is there anything else in the book like that that we haven't heard of before? 
Um, I got a feeling there's a lot. There's a lot. So a lot of this is based on uh, Bob Proctor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm one of his consultants. And so his is based on um, your, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind and changing your paradigms and being able to internalize new information. And once you internalize new information, you can change everything. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of information. One of my favorite things is that there's 4 billion bits of information that is available to us every second. Well, we can only access about 2,000 of those because some of them are microwaves or ultraviolet lights. We can't access those. So there's 2,000 bits of information that, we, that our brain can access. It only feeds us 50 bits of information that goes along with our conditioning. So if you've been conditioned that there's only lack and scarcity, your subconscious brain is only going to show you 50 bits that's lack and scarcity. Although there's 1950 bits that shows there's abundance for everybody. So once you start changing your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind starts showing you different bits that have always been there. You've just never been able to see them because our conditioning mind only lets you see a certain amount of stuff. So when we start changing our conditioning and our paradigms and our subconscious mind, it's like all these coincidences happen. They're, they've always been there. You've just never been able to see them. One of the stories that I tell is when, when Columbus came over here, and he has a big boat out in the, in the harbor, he, he gets in there, and the, the Native Americans say, well, where did you come from? And they go, those big boats. They couldn't see the boats. It, it wasn't in their conditioning. It wasn't in their wheelhouse. They could not see the boats. Well, how many things can we not see in our lives? Because we have been conditioned not to see those things. And so they had to see that the water was moving strangely. And then they, they, they traced the water back and they could finally see the big boats. But they were there. They couldn't see them. How many things in our lives are like that? We are so conditioned that we don't see this big world and all the big opportunities. We only see what, what has been fed into us forever. So this is a good way to change your conditioning and, and look at things differently. It, it, it's... And it gives you and it gives you ways to do that in the book. So it's it's fun. And you said it's something that we have been conditioned forever. Uh -huh. And you were talking about DNA. We've got our parents' DNA. We've oh got yeah. Our beliefs. We've got our grandparents' beliefs. We got everybody. So what we can do right now is really release all of those beliefs and start changing to feel good. I, I mean, I can identify with my grandmother. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on here, just a minute. So, and so you know, we don't even need to identify negative beliefs. We just have to identify the beliefs we want and learn to start internalizing them and change our subconscious mind. You don't have to go to therapy for 30 years to find out what's wrong with you. You're right. You know, you, you just need to decide, what do I want to believe in? And you start pretending you believe in it. And you know what? Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between real or imagined emotion. So if you pretend that you're believing in it, your subconscious mind goes, hey, maybe I can start believing it. I'm kind of picking this up. You know, I love our subconscious mind because it does not know the difference between real or imagined emotion. So let's say you go to a horror movie and the zombies are coming, and, you know, and you're scared. Okay, so your, your logical conscious mind, no, there's, there's not really any zombies close to you. But your subconscious mind picks up fear and it starts, it starts pumping adrenaline and your heartbeat starts going and you have this fight or flight. So your subconscious mind does not know any difference between real or imagined emotion. So when you start imagining a new belief or a new emotion that serves you, 
your subconscious mind keeps saying, well, she's happy. We need to be happy. I need to act like a happy body. I need to put on happy vibrations. And guess what? You get more happiness because that's what you're vibrating on. That's the frequency you're on. So it's all just a decision to make a different choice of a thought and an emotion and continue to do that till you internalize it. And then your subconscious mind shows you all these amazing things that are always out there. You've never seen them because we've got these blinders on. So, well, but what about being, um, it's, it's not okay to feel anger or to feel fear or to feel anything is it okay to feel it, but just not stay there? Yeah, I think you have to own it. I mean, of course that happens. But what you need to do is own it, understand where it's coming from, and then reach for a higher feeling. You're never going to go from anger to joy. But you could go from anger to frustration to maybe hope. You know, So you just reach for Acknowledge it. Uh, acknowledge it's there. Acknowledge why it happened. But then reach for just a little bit higher vibration because – Wallowing in it, what does it do? It just gets you more of the same thing. That's right. So if you're angry, acknowledge it, get through it, you know, kick a pillow. <laughs> but then reach for a higher vibration because it doesn't help us to be, you know, when you're in a low vibration, you don't feel good, you know, you're yeah. angry. I mean, you're sluggish, your vibration is slow. And, you know, you just reach for a higher, acknowledge it and then reach for a higher emotion, reach for something that makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah. And then try to stay there if you can. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are so familiar with the fear and so familiar with the mm-hmm. anger that they don't realize that they have a choice. Well, so. and that, and that goes to, let's talk about the whimper factors. There's a perception. If you could change your perception and try to look at what you think is a horrible situation, just a little bit differently. Sometimes you get different ideas, Yeah, you know, but we're in this such a rut that it, we just go back and forth on the same thing. We, we, we've got to learn that we can control our, our thoughts and that controls our feelings. And who cares about the outside conditioning? We'll, we're going to change it our way. We're going to change it from the inside out. Because you know all the answers are in here. We all know that. Yeah. We just got to get people the, the tools to get those answers out of them so they, they know their power. And I know with the people who follow the law of attraction, um, the moment that they get to that place where they – I'm just sick and tired of feeling this way. Mm-hmm. That's when. Mm-hmm. Off. And that's such a great place to be, you know? Well, oh, no, I, I'm just I've been there. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. And then I decided, I had, yeah, I had to t- do something different because that this was a working. So, yeah. It was a great motivator. But is, if you don't stay there for a long period of time, yes, I think you're, that's, you're in good shape. <laughs> I think that's the, I think, do think that's the secret, yeah. Yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> Go ahead, be human, but don't stay in that yeah. place for long. Because it doesn't serve you, you know? You're not going to get you to another level. So you right now do not experience any depression or sadness or or like you were before. You're a totally different person. Would you say that to be correct? I think, you know, I think everybody still has bouts of that, you know, fear, you know, indecision. So no, I'm not perfect. But, you know, I get out of it. I get out of it quicker because I get it. I recognize I'm kind of going down that slippery slope of having negative emotions. Um, So no, I mean, I, you know, I still can get anxiety, but, but I think I have a bigger perspective 
and, and I think I stopped myself sooner. And I think I've got tools now that I didn't have that I can use to turn it around. I mean, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody ever gets to a level that, oh, everything's great. Because, you know, the, the universe is always expanding or contracting. And we're always expanding or contracting. And when we expand, we, we get to a higher level. And we've never been there before. And it makes us feel uncomfortable. And, you know, we're, we call it the terror barrier that you get to another level. Well, you know what? We all have to get to that level or we don't grow. So I think, I think it's good that we still have anxiety and sadness because it makes us understand we're, we're human and that we, we need to expand our lives and take it to the next level. So uh, I still have it, but, you know, I think the tools that I've learned are really good to help and, with that. Yeah. And so you would say that you are a lot happier today than you were in the past. Oh, much, much so. And I expect to be happier tomorrow because we're expanding, you know, everything's expanding. So I, I just think the tools are helpful. And when you're aware that the power is out there, that you can, that you can access that power, I, I think it makes all the difference in the world. So that's what you and I are trying to do is get that awareness out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really got to commend you because this is the book. Now, would you say that people who come in it, learning about the science and they're not so spiritual, but the law of attraction expands. Eventually, everybody turns into the spiritual person. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. And that's the magic of it because of people who wouldn't expect that they would ever become spiritual. Well, and I think spirituality and religion have been too intertwined because they're not the same thing. That's right. So the, one of the, so the Bob Proctor coach, the program that I teach, Thinking into Results, it's something you can take into the boardroom, into businesses, into corporations. So it doesn't really talk about spirituality. It talks about consciousness. That's the word that I you like that. Because, you know, you're not going to alienate people when they're doing that. But the more you get into that program, the more you understand it's spirituality. Once again, they don't necessarily call it that, but you get it. I mean, you definitely see people that came in just for the business aspect are going, whoa, there's this spirit inside of me. And, and so, you know, I agree with you. I think the more they understand this, just on a scientific level, the more they, they, they get the higher purpose of this whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That, that is so good. You know, we have been so programmed even through elementary school, junior high, high school, college, we have been so programmed to believe in our limitations. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes everything like what you're doing and what I'm doing. That's what makes it so exciting because the message is that we are very, very powerful beings. And we're just now beginning to understand that power. So there's this body of knowledge that's out there, but very few people know it. I mean, and it's validated by science. What if we took this knowledge to teach elementary school kids about their power? I mean, it would just change the world. This knowledge is going to change the world. And I really think we're on this this cusp, you know, the tipping point is there's only two to three percent of the population needs to know something. It's called critical mass before everybody does. Well, I think we're getting there. And I think the more information that gets out, the more people are going to become aware of it. And yeah, it's it's going to change everything, I think. Where was it in China? They had like a million children meditate at the same time. And I'm going, oh, if only we could do that. Wow. Now. Wouldn't that be something? 
Well, and you know, Lynn McTaggart has all those things in the intention experiment oh. and everything where they did all of those experiments. I just think they're amazing. They really are. And again, it's scientific, but it's bringing you into another realm. Uh -huh. And that's to understand the power that we were born with. And you know, teaching people to meditate, you can teach them to meditate outside of the spiritual realm. But man, when you start meditating, you get into the spiritual realm. <laughs> you know, whether you want to or not, you can pretend like you're just doing it to quiet your mind. But I just, you know, I just think there's so many things we are now doing that we've never done before, don't you? Yes. You know, I, I think so many more people are involved in it. But then I'm thinking maybe I'm just talking to the same people. But don't you think more people are more aware of this than ever? Yes. Okay, yes. good. That makes and sense. I, I'm seeing the expansion. I mean, to tell you the truth, to my surprise, the number two country that listens to this show is uh -huh. Russia. Really? So, I mean. Nashvidanya, whatever it is. Yeah. And the Ukraine and all of these places. They need help. They're killing it. Yes. Yay. So, so, yeah, the whole world is changing consciousness is changing more people are are dying to not dying but are gravitating living, living, yeah. towards this idea of peace and happiness and our own personal power to achieve anything that we really want to do and you are bringing it with this terrific book now i want to remind everybody that it is called the well let me let, make sure that we get it it is called the lawyer and the law of attraction and here's here it is oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the lawyer and law of attraction. attraction yeah and it is you you gotta get this book but just don't get one book get a whole bunch Yay! to the people that really could use some awakening some help and this is the way to do it through the scientific principles, and then you're mastering everything. I and think you know, it's, it, it's a fun book. It's an easy read. You can get it done in like three hours. It, you know, you don't have to read the science part if you don't want to. It's a good primer for people just starting out in the law of attraction, but it's also a good kind of overview for even people that have been involved in the law of attraction for a while. I think it gives some information that perhaps they don't know about. So, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun book. It's my voice. I finally found my voice. I didn't want to teach anybody else's programs. I wanted to teach my own program. I have a program that goes along with this. I have an eight week program. So if you read the book and you want more intense stuff, get on my website. And anyway, it's an eight week program. We take each concept and I go over it and I give you exercises and so in one week, you're going to listen to my lesson every single day because the way we change our subconscious mind is constant spaced, um, um, in, involving new ideas and emotions into our subconscious mind. So it's, it's, a fun, it's a fun program and it goes along with the book. So they, that is called the, um, is that the free seven day challenge or no you have a you have a whole bunch of programs on your website well, i have a free seven day challenge if they want to get on there lawyerattraction.com it's fun it's the magic of intention i send you an email every day it takes you 30 seconds to read it and it shows you how important your intentions are when you start the day so that's a fun one and then i have an eight-week program that actually is based on the book so you know one of the things you read a book and you go i like this book and then by thursday you forget what's in the book you yeah know? You go to a seminar you go oh this is going to change my life and in a week you don't remember anything yeah. 
well, if you love the book, you need to get on and get on my program because it takes every concept and it helps explain it, internalizes, and gives you exercises to actually implement it in your life. So it's a good way to actually internalize the book. So and then I also also you have the are, you're teaching them how to retain the information yes, yes. and that's what's so vital we have to enter we have to internalize this information or it changes nothing you know so it, it's a great program to help you do that with the concepts that, that we're learning so okay and it is lawyerofattraction.com uh-huh go there and find out these workshops purchase the book hey wouldn't it be a great idea that if you know a lawyer, send it to a lawyer. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. I'm not sure they're going to be very open to it, but no, try it. Let's see what happens. Hey, you know what? They need they need to yes, uh, yes, get yes, on yes, board. Yes. I'm sorry, but they, yes, do. they do. Yes, so they do. This is this is fun. Yeah, send it to everyone. You know who I also think we are um, getting more male participation in uh, the radio network and the magazine before it was only female but i think the male responds to the scientific principles and i think this would be a great book to send a friend again who is in need someone who is not experiencing the best life but hey they just need to have the right information and this book has it i think it's good for anybody anybody that wants to take their lives to the next level i think you know, and, and I do see more men involved in this now than used to like five or six years ago. So that's good. And I do think it's because it's not as rainbows and unicorns, you know, there's more, there's more science and they can get their teeth into it and, and, and they feel more comfortable with it, which is great. We want everybody in there. We, we do. We, we want the whole world to change. <laughs> and you know what? We will too. We will. Absolutely. We will. And can you imagine what it's going to be like in another 10 years? Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I really do think we're right on the cusp of I do too. a shift. I do too. Well, Paula, this has been an absolute delight. You are fantastic. I hope you come back onto the show and share some more valuable information. Um, truly, you are a blessing. An Thank you so much, blessing. Thank you for letting me do this. I loved it. I appreciate everything you do. So thanks for letting me be on the program. Oh, my pleasure. Come back, okay? Okay, I absolutely would love to. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.